welcome. Thank you for joining us here at ICGC Caris Temple Podcast. Pastor Prince Nyako is the head pastor of ICGC Caris Temple, serving under the leadership of Dr. Mentor Otabel. Pastor Prince is a dynamic preacher of God's unadulterated word, characterized with a strong prophetic insight and prayer ministry. He is a strong advocate for discipline and order in the body of Christ, with messages centered on fasting, holiness, prayer, and integrity. And now, to today's message. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to God. Ask God to speak to you. Ask the Lord 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 to speak to you. Lift your voice and pray. Ask the Lord to speak to you. Kada la la masha da la baha. Mondo loko savala da baha. Mareke sada la baba. Ragadore ke sevala da ba. Raba baba la gada. Rekata la baba basuna da ba. Le parado sada ba. In the name of Jesus. Spirit of the Lord, have your way. As we teach your word, let your word come in power and strength. I pray for a hearing for my audience that they will not miss your voice in my voice. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Give the Lord a good clap offering. Positioned for a great harvest, Patre. Positioned for a great harvest. Genesis chapter 8 verse 22. Genesis chapter 8 verse number 22. The Bible said that whilst the earth remained, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. It means that as long as we remain on earth, these seasons will continue to come. Seed time and harvest, they are seasons that rotate. And during this year, from 1st January to now, we have been sowing. And I announced to you that we were in our season of harvest. And therefore, in your season of harvest, there are positions you need to take. No matter how good you were, no matter how active you were in your seed time, when you are in your harvest and you fail to position yourself, you will miss out on your harvest. You are due for harvest. The harvest is yours, but you didn't position yourself well. Therefore, you miss it. Last week, I showed you what can happen to your harvest, what can happen for your harvest, and what can happen with your harvest. I said your harvest, you can be in your season of harvest and you will not have any harvest. You can also be in your season of harvest and have a little harvest. A little harvest means that your due was not given to you. What you were due for did not come to you. You can also be in your harvest and have a fruitful harvest. You can also be in your harvest and have your harvest destroyed. They are all determined by your position. So, a life without a harvest is a life that will be stinking. Like 
It's a life that will be frustrated. Because it is a harvest that makes you who you are. The more you harvest, a farmer is relevant as long as he can harvest. Your business continues to grow as long as it can harvest its profit. So if you are living a life where you don't assess your harvest, your life will shrink and it will stink. This is why many of us are not growing. We are not enlarging because our harvest does not come to us. But I pray that in this season of harvest, you will receive your own harvest. You will access your own harvest. Opportunities will not remain forever. Opportunities, they don't remain forever. When the door opens, the door does not remain open forever. A door can open today, tomorrow it is no more. An opportunity can be offered to you today, tomorrow is not there. So when you are not positioned well, you miss out on opportunities and that means that you are missing out on destiny. And many Christians can be so careless. As if as we have become born again, God must do everything. God does not work like that. We must be intentional and we must position ourselves well in order to assess these harvests. Some of us in this season, God wants to add on to your social life. God wants to add on to your social life by ushering you into marriage. In this season of harvest, some of us, God wants to add on to your financial life by giving you a new job or giving you a new idea. And those things you must be positioned well in order to have access. Opportunities are privileges to a man from God to make him great. Every opportunity is a privilege from God to make you great. And therefore, if we keep wasting the privileges God is bringing to us in the next 10 years, 7 years, 20 years, if you don't take care, you'll be singing the songs of lamentation. But I pray that you will not miss your harvest. I say you will not miss your harvest. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. GNT version. He said, I realize another thing. That in this world, fast runners do not always win the race or races. And the brave do not always win the battles. The wise do not always earn a living. Intelligent people do not always get rich. It doesn't mean that it doesn't mean that you must not become each of them. Are you here? Listen to the English. I read it again. I realize another thing that in this world, fast runners do not always, do not always win the race. It means that under normal circumstance, fast runners win the race. It means you must become a fast runner. Number two, in your harvest, you must be a fast runner. Number two, and the brave do not always win the battles. It means that under normal circumstance, the brave win the battle. Number two, you must be a brave child of God if you will assess your harvest. Number three, the wise do not always earn a living. If you don't read the scriptures well, 
How can you say that you, can, you shouldn't be wise? The God we serve is the embodiment of wisdom. Are, are you here with me? So the scripture is not saying we shouldn't be wise. We are supposed to be wise. That's why the Bible instructed us to go and observe the ant. So the one who harvests, take hold of his harvest, he must be wise. You shouldn't be foolish. A fool will miss his harvest. A fool will miss his harvest. So the third thing for the harvester is that the harvester must be wise. Number four, intelligent people do not always get rich. It means that under normal circumstances, intelligent people become rich. That's why I push you. Go to school. Get another degree. Get your master's. Get your PhD. Because under normal circumstances, intelligent people become rich. That is why you are a graduate and you are working in an organization and you are any more than your cousin who has not gone to school. So intelligence is important in your harvest season. But you see, all these four, they need a platform for expression. Being fast runner, being brave, being wise, and being intelligent, you, you can never express these things until a platform is given. And that is what the Bible continues to say. He said, he also, number five, he said, capable people do not always rise to high positions. It means that under normal circumstances, capable people are the people that is why when you are going to do elections, the candidates try to convince us that they are what? Capable. And we vote them into power because we felt that they were capable. So the harvester must be capable. If you are, if you are a rice farmer, you must be capable. You must have equipment that can be able to harvest rice not harvest cassava. So we must become capable if we will enter into harvest. So five internal characteristics of a successful harvest. Number one, he must be a fast runner. You see, the world is, sometimes when you read Luke chapter 16 verse 1 to 8, the Bible said that sometimes the world is wiser than the children of God. You see that social media will come and the church will not go on social media. We will leave it for the world to do all that they want to do. But these are platforms that reach out to millions and the church will be folding their hands. And even some pastors feel that the church will not go on social media. We must be fast runners. We must be very, very smart. If you will enter your harvest, you must be a smart Christian. You must not put resources into things that will not yield. You must be smart. A smart Christian is that one who identifies a service area in the church and gives himself dedicated to it. 
a smart Christian is the one that acknowledges his relationship with the Spirit of the Lord and will not negotiate it for anything. A smart Christian is the one that takes opportunities that God sends to him. A smart Christian is the one that works in the scriptures. He works in love. He works in kindness. He works in humility. That is the smart Christian. Number two, a brave Christian. A successful harvester must be brave. Because sometimes what is due for you, what must come to you, others will try to contend it and divert it because of their connections. But you must be brave. If you planted, the Bible said that you are due for your harvest and let no man take your harvest. You must be brave. To bring down Goliath, you must be brave. Your harvest will not come to you when you are a coward. Army men are not cowards. Say with me, army men are not cowards. They are brave. Yeah. And you cannot just wake up one day and be brave. No brave man woke up a day and was brave. You train yourself to be brave. And all these five things, eh, you don't wake up to become. You train yourself. That is why you can be, you, your season can be due. But because you've not trained yourself to be a fast runner, you have not trained yourself to be brave. You have not trained yourself to be what? Wise. You have not trained yourself. We have not trained ourselves to be intelligent. You are not reading anything. You are not studying anything. You are not observing anything. Nothing is entering because intelligence talks about acquired wisdom, acquired knowledge. Intelligent. You need to be an intelligent person to harvest what God sends to you. Intelligent. As a pastor, you have to be intelligent pastor. You must be able to identify people who can serve. You, can, you must be able to solve conflicts. You must be able to calm down violence. You must be able to pick people up from nowhere and put them where they should be. As a father, you must be. You must be able to look at Joseph, your child Joseph, and though your other sons are jealous and, 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 and bitter and envious about his gift, and his talent, you must be able to preserve Joseph for a time that will come. And that time will benefit the whole family. We must be intelligent. Say, I must be intelligent. And the other one is that we must be capable. Capable people. And you, you see, building capacity. Capacity building. If you are in a corporate world, there's always capacity building programs. One week you'll be there to write your letter. Hello, so so and so, you have to attend a capacity building conference from 3rd September to 5th September. You think the organization, they don't know what to use money for. They pay huge amounts of money. Sometimes even they have to fly them out. It's intentional. Fly them out. Let them sleep in the best hotels. Because when they go and sleep in the best hotels, when they go to the bedroom, 
Then they go to their washrooms and they walk along the aisle. They will see order. They will see neatness. They will see excellence. They will experience exposure determines manifestation. So as a church, we have to understand something. We have to build capacity in order to continue to be relevant. So harvesters must build capacity. They must, we must be capable. We must be capable. So don't stop building capacity because the more your capacity, the more opportunities you can take and the more blessed you can become. And when you have all this, you need a platform. And that is where the Bible comes in. But most of the times, when we are reading this scripture, we don't go through like this. And some of you are surprised that we have broken it down. You don't take your time. We, we, we just run it and we just go to the time and chance happen to them all. Intercessors. The race is not for the swift. No, but when you break it down, you see that you need. Now, David had the opportunity to bring down Goliath with the sling and the stone. That was not the first time David was using the sling and the stone. David was a master of using the sling and the stone. What are you a master of? That means he was intelligent. That means he was wise. How do, I, how do I know that David was wise? You see, you don't just enter into harvest. A lot of things. Is the oil? Is the oil? The oil is part. But the oil cannot operate on an empty head. The oil cannot operate in an empty vessel. The oil operates on prepared vessels. The oil functions on prepared vessels. The anointing, the efficacy of the anointing explodes when it meets a prepared vessel. Our opportunities are coming. But make sure you don't miss them. Because when you miss them, you will bite your fingers. It can take another time, another season. Capable. God gave you a wife. Are you handling her well? God gave you a husband. Are you handling him well? God gave you a job. Are you handling it well? God gave us a church. Are we handling it well? God gave you a role in his kingdom. Are you building capacity to improve yourself? He said, Capable men do not always rise to high positions. It means normally capable men rise to high positions. And may, you see, Africans, we always like the other sides of statements. My own is different. <laughs> My own is different. <laughs> you see, when they say that a particular tribe of men, like men from a particular tribe are lazy. I don't want to mention but there are some men, there are men in a certain tribe. They are naturally lazy. So when you meet somebody from that tribe and you talk to him, say, oh, by me, I'm different. <laughs> are you here? It's like 
Oh, when you mention Gehen, if someone says, I went to Gehen, you expect naturally, you expect what? Talk to me. You expect some kind of life. But do you know there are some Gehenians who are not because they didn't take the last statement there. Serious. Say, bad luck happens to everyone of them who were wise who did not harvest. That bad luck, give me the NLT. I want to read that part. NLT. NLT. So it means that you can be wise, but when you meet bad luck and God does not help you, you cannot harvest. Are you here? So he said that, listen to this one. He said, he said, it is all decided by chance, by being in the right place at the right time. That is all my message is about in August. You are wise, but be at the right place at the right time. Jonathan, you are strong, but don't be with King Saul. Because you are the wrong place, as Saul as is dying, you will also die. You are capable, but be at the right place at the right time. Be intelligent, but be at the right place at the right time. David had gone to the field. I will not even preach what I prepared. I'll preach the second service what I prepared. I didn't prepare this one. This is not part of my message at all. It just popped up for you. David had gone. David did not go there to fight. David had gone to send food to his brothers on the field with the army of Israel. Then he locates or sees. Yesterday, last week, I told you, be able, be, you should be able to see, identify, recognize, and utilize opportunities God sends you in order to enter into greatness. So David goes there. His father has sent him to send food to his brothers. And when he got there, he saw Goliath humiliating the whole nation. Humiliating. King Saul could not do anything. The army men were just looking at him. David just began to see an opportunity. And he inquired an opportunity, a chance. He was at the right place at the right time. He was at the right place at the right time. He was at the right place at the right time. For 40 days and 40 nights, Goliath was humiliating Israel. But David appears with strength, with skill. When you saw David 16 and a half, he was not wearing pampas. He was wearing, he was holding a sword. David at 16 was holding a sword. David at 16 was wearing title belts. David assisting was wearing intelligent mind. David assisting was carrying in him the capacity to bring down giant. I pray in the name of Jesus that the Holy Ghost will empower you 
the Holy Ghost will quicken you to rise at the right time at the right place for the right opportunity give the Lord a big clap offering in his house that was a big opportunity he found himself there where do you find yourself that is why location is very important where do you find yourself at what time at the right time opportunities to come to church to fellowship is very important the timing you show up the frequency you show up the posture you show up with David was not deaf to his environment his senses were sharp to his environment. He knew what was happening around. But you see, David could have gone to give the bread, the food to the brothers and went. He would just give it to them and go because Papa said, I should bring them food. And most Christians are like that. You are at your company, you got a job, you are just on your job description. You do nothing extra. Your presence is not felt. Your absence is not felt. When you do what you are asked to do, you have not done anything yet. But when you do what you have not been asked to do and you do it well and it supports the whole system, then you are behaving like David. David went there. David was not in the army. But he knew that he carries something that can bring down Goliath. You carry something for your world. You carry something to solve a problem in your community. You carry something to solve a problem in the life of a sinner outside the church. You got the gospel and you have to say it. You have to save somebody. You have to be a blessing to somebody. You have to be the elephant that the house fly was settled on. And as the elephant made progress, the house fly is also making progress. That is how we enter into a great harvest. David saw Goliath and he made inquiry. We have to be positive opportunists opportunistic is not a sin. When it is in the negative sense, then it is a sin. We must be positive opportunists and God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever will believe in him will not perish but have everlasting. God knew he had the solution to a perishing world. He saw the opportunity to not only have one beloved son, but have many more beloved son, beloved sons. He saw it. There is an opportunity to throw my beloved son on the earth in order to make more sons. Don't be careless. When we say careless, it's not we have a, a negative sense. He was careless. That's not what I'm talking about. 
careless. That's what I mean. Don't careless. We must care. Even as Christians and as church people, we must care. When you don't come for weekday meetings, you must care who is pastor preaching to. When you are refusing to build yourself in order to rise in your family, you must care who is going to rise and be the light for the family. You must care. When you are walking away from your father's house, like the prodigal son in Luke chapter 15, when you are walking away and you are demanding your share of your living father, you must care about the feeling of your father. When you are going to waste 13.5 million dollars out of the inheritance your father gave you, you must care about what happens next. We can't enter into harvest when we care less. David cared about the dignity of Israel. We must care about the dignity of our local church. We must care about the dignity of our family. David cared. He cared. That if Goliath does not die, my king will continue to be humiliated. If this Goliath is not brought down, if this situation is not solved, how will the Osei family, the Bediaco family, the Tamaklo family, how will our head rise? It's time to be careful. It's time to take particular attention about our environment. So the third posture of which I'll preach in the word impact service is the posture of having a problem solving mentality. I've earned myself one. Give the Lord a clap offering. I want you to rise up. We're going to pray for two minutes. Pray that Lord. The first prayer, two prayers. One is about the Spirit of the Lord and one is about you. The first one is that Lord, help me to be disciplined. Help me to be disciplined. Help me to be disciplined. Help me to put into practice everything that I have been taught. Help me to put into practice everything you have revealed in your scriptures in the past three weeks. Lift your voice and begin to pray in one minute. Pray. Father, we are praying, Lord, that, Lord, we will stop complaining pray to be ready to prepare myself for opportunities 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 that you are sending my way in the name of Jesus help me stretch help me stretch help me stretch help me run away from comfortable 
possess, comfortable possess, comfortable beds. Maragada maladaba, simbalele makadaba, marema la da 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 ba, marosa pariata, paradose marada. In the name of Jesus, we want to pray that the Spirit of the Lord will help us. The Bible said that He helps us in our infirmities. Infirmities are not only sins. Infirmities talks about weaknesses. Things that you want to do, but you easily lose focus. Infirmities are incapacities. Things that you actually want, but you just don't have the drive. You start in January. By March, you give up. You want to pray that, Lord, by your spirit, it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit. You saw the five, the five traits. They will be useless without the help of the Spirit. They will be useless. David, at the end of harnessing his capacities, he put the signature of God on the stone that brought Goliath down. At the end of building capacity, at the end of building intelligence, at the end of your braveness, it is the signature of the Spirit that delivers the harvest and the victory. You want to pray? The Holy Spirit, help me, lead me, guide me, empower me, and show me how to become a great man. Direct my path, direct my thoughts, direct my actions. Pray for one minute in the name of Jesus. By your spirit, we rise. By your spirit, we make advancement. We will not miss out on our harvest. We will not miss out on our harvest. Rebaraba, Maranaba, Marunamara, Shadaraba, Rebaradoa, Pareata, Payasota, Maradoa, Meadea, Maranada, Mayano, Maradoa, Metalabaya, Rebaraba, by your spirit. We will build capacities. By your spirit, we shall be wise. By your spirit, we will have high knowledge. By your spirit, we take hold of greatness and courage. By your spirit, we shall be smart in Jesus' name. Amen. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. And tell someone, I see you in your full harvest. Oh, tell the next person, I see you in your full harvest. The message you just listened to is from ICGC Karis Temple. To connect with us, you can like our page on Facebook at ICGC Karis Temple or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at ICGC Karis. We would like to hear of how God is blessing you through this podcast. To support this podcast, please click on the profile button and click on support. Thank you and God richly bless you.